Welcome to a series of netcasts brought to you by Yale University. This is Leslie Powell with the Yale World Fellows Program. Arif Zamhari, a 2010 World Fellow, is here with us today in the studio. Arif is an advisor and top activist for the largest Islamic organization in Indonesia, which we all know is the largest predominantly Islamic country in the world. Arif's organization, Nadlatul Ulama, did I say that correctly? Yes. Has around 40 million members, a staggering figure, and it runs 12,000 Islamic schools throughout Indonesia. Nadlatul Ulama promotes moderate and progressive Islam, and Arif himself advocates tolerance, dialogue, education, and engagement with civil society as a way to counter terrorism. Thank you for joining me today, Arif. Thank you for having me. Most people in the U.S. are probably not familiar with your organization, which plays such a vital role in Indonesia. Mm -hmm. So describe the organization to me. What are its origins? What are its main activities? Uh, that's a good question, Leslie. Uh, this organization was established in 1926, before the independence of Indonesia. And this organization was actively uh, uh, actively uh, promoting the idea of being independent from from uh, Dutch colonials. Oh, I see. I didn't know those were its origins. Yes. Mm -hmm. And be and afterward, my organization changed to the social uh, organization, which is faith-based organization. The, pur the main purpose of this organization is to promote the idea of uh, moderate Islam in Indonesia. Why we promote such a uh, few? Because Indonesia is a pluralistic country. It consists of many different religions, many different cultures. So I think by promoting moderate Islam, it will fit with the nature of Islam in Indonesia. And one of the main activities of, Indo of this organization is to develop the to improve the social uh, social life especially Muslim society in Indonesia we offer uh, cheap education for poor people so they can afford to you know to study in schools so basically we have Indonesian government to you know to promote education in Indonesia so this is one of the uh, the the objective of the organization, the main objective of the, my organization. And recently we also focus on uh, in, on introducing the interfaith dialogue in Indonesia. We involve uh, different religious uh, leaders in Indonesia how to uh, maintain peaceful uh, uh, life in, in Indonesia because sometimes we had a problem with the religious conflict in Indonesia and I think by initiating the uh, the dialogue among religious leaders it will help to uh, improve the the uh, you know the religious life in Indonesia those are the several uh, 
uh, objectives or aims of our organization. Would you say that the uh, organization represents mainstream Islam in Indonesia? Yes, you're right. Because Indonesia, the majority of Muslims in Indonesia are moderate. It's moderate Muslims, so of course there are few. Uh, there is there are few uh, radical groups. So that's why we we need to uh, speak out. We need to speak loudly to Indonesian people that, uh, that the actually the nature of Islam in Indonesia is moderate. The radical group of Islam actually comes from you know from Middle Eastern country. I, I sorry to say that, but in reality, you know, the idea of the radicalism actually comes from uh, Middle Eastern Islam. Mm -hmm. And Middle Eastern Islam and Indonesian Islam is is totally different. So yes, I was going to ask you about that. You mm -hmm. you teach the history of Islamic civilization. Oh yes, at a couple of different universities mm -hmm. in Indonesia. How does Indonesian Islam differ from the practices of Islam that are predominant in, say, the Middle East? Yes, it is an uh, interesting question. Uh, one of differences of Islam in Indonesia is, is in terms of how Indonesian Muslims respect the culture. This is uh, one of the obvious differences uh, uh, of Islam in Indonesia. Uh, in other words, it's m what do you mean? It's more respectful. Yeah, because of not, not all Muslims can respect the local uh, culture. Local culture. Yes, uh -huh. and. For example, like in Saudi Arabia, they never respected the local culture. They always regard local culture as something which is not Islamic. Mm -hmm. So in my country, in my organization, we believe that local culture, as long as it's not in contradiction with uh, Islamic teaching, we can consider as part of the human culture. I this see. is very natural, you know. And so you're able to combine. We can we practices. can able to combine the for local culture as part of the. Uh, it's not exactly as part of the religious teaching, but we can use the local culture as a, a means or as a tool to introduce the religious values uh, to local community. Can so, you give me an example? So, for example, in. I, I grew up I, I, I grew up in, 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 in Javanese culture. Javanese is Java is one of the uh, tribes in in, uh, in Java. Indonesia. Java, mm -hmm. yes. I, I'm Javanese. So one of the culture in Java is that if if uh, if someone dies and one day after someone died, uh, the family usually uh, conduct the uh, ritual or ceremony which is actually is, we cannot we cannot find in Islamic teaching but as part of the uh, accommodation to the culture Japanese Muslim they use a uh, Japanese culture yeah as and then they uh, they use Islamic value they put Islamic value in into the Japanese culture so what happened during the ceremony, the death ceremony, that instead of uh, practicing, like in the past, they, they, they usually celebrated with, you know, drinking or, with, uh, you know, with gambling, something like that. Yeah. After, even though they are, they were in, in the morning uh, situation, but they, 
they playing gambling day after the death uh, of the person and then islam comes and then they uh, islam uh, put uh, or add the islamic value within the the, the ceremony now uh, during uh, death ceremony they never practice the you know the bad thing but they still you know they still uh, celebrate uh, they, they still uh, uh, conducted the death ceremony but they they get rid of the, you the gambling know, and the drink. The gambling and the drink. <laughs> <laughs> I see. So combining. So this is part of the example of the how how they uh, negotiate with you know how Islamic the moderate Islam negotiate with the local culture in. I see. In I Indonesia. See. <laughs> well, tell me about this network of twelve thousand schools, which is such a staggering <laughs> figure. I take it these are private schools. Yes, most most of them private schools. How do they differ? Uh, fundamentally from Public the school. madrasas we hear so much about in, say, Pakistan? Oh, this is interesting question. Yeah, as I mentioned before, the uh, my organization is moderate Muslim organization. So, of course, what we offer to the Indonesian people is the moderate view of Islam and how we can do, how we introduce this view. Of course, we use education as... Uh, important means to introduce those values to uh, Indonesian community. So that's why we build a pesantren. We call it pesantren or madrasa. Of course, these madrasa are totally different with the madrasa, with those of madrasa in, 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 uh, in Afghanistan, for example, or in Pakistan. So we, ha we, we set up our own curriculum, which is totally different with the government curriculum. So by combining the uh, moderate values of uh, Islam and the local, you know, local culture, local wisdom, we combine in such a way that we can uh, we can uh, produce the the uh, the good output of the education. Uh, and the, the curriculum offered is a is a broad based uh, academic curriculum. Yeah, we we, we use and uh, sometimes they use national curriculum. And they also uh, have their own curriculum to be taught in the schools. So it's like the combination. Sometimes they combine between national curriculum yeah, and also th their own curriculum. I see. So okay. the, the, the network, uh, in terms of network, most of them are private school. So they, they fund themselves. They, they do not rely heavily on government funding. So mostly they try to find out their own funding, for example, from, yeah, from, active, from the, uh, their enterprises, their you know, farmings or something like that. Yeah. And students should not pay expensive uh, fee to, you know, to, to go to the schools. Mm -hmm. So mostly are cheap. So everyone can afford to study there. I see. <laughs> uh -huh. Let me ask you a question about your own mm -hmm. personal involvement mm -hmm. in, in the organization, Nadlatul Ulama. Mm -hmm. uh, what is the nature of your involvement, and what are your plans within the organization? Uh, when I came back from my study, I was asked to help uh, by my friend who worked in the organization, I was asked to help them in international section of the organization. I was involved in 
I've been involved in 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 the international relation, uh, especially dealing with the uh, the issue of uh, peace building and conflict resolution. So they asked me to organize a big conference by inviting the world religious leaders from different religions. Yeah, we invite them. them to, we invited we invited them to Indonesia to discuss about uh, how we can uh, uh, how we can uh, improve a peaceful world. Yeah. So yes, this is this is the first time I was asked to 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 do that. And then afterward, we I, I I've been involved in many activities in the second track diplomacy. So for example, we we, uh, we uh, I myself and my a chairman of the organization were invited to to go to uh, conflict countries to to you know to to overcome at least to contribute how to 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 offer the solution how to uh, solve the the conflict. Where in did you country. go? Uh, in in Thailand, in southern uh, southern Thailand, and I remember in Kazakhstan, but it's not to do with the with the conflict, but we discuss about the about the religious conflicts in the Kazakhstan, mm -hmm. something like that. I see. Mm -hmm. and, and your plans within the organization? Uh, my plan will be uh, for the next 10 years, I hope I'll, I can be part of the uh, executive director of the organization so that I can, influence the, I can influence my idea how to improve the organization internationally or domestically. And... Yes, uh, and also in uh, other division, like uh, I hope I can be uh, part of the one of the division called disaster management uh, risk in in, 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 in in the organization. Uh, why I I choose this division because this this division is quite important at the moment in Indonesia because we live in. Uh, Pacific Ring of Fire, so exit, uh, a natural disaster can happen anytime. So we need to introduce to our community how they prepare, how they to how they are how they to be aware of the disaster, something like that. So I think for the next future, I'll I'll you know I'm happy to be part of the <laughs> the division so that I can make it different for my, you know, for my community in mm -hmm. the, the grassroots level. Uh, my final question, because we're running out of time, is mm -hmm. you have spent the last four months in the mm -hmm, United States, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and during this time we've seen the debate rage over the so-called Ground Zero Mosque uh -huh, uh -huh. in Manhattan, along with threats by a pastor in Florida to burn <laughs> the Koran. Uh, has being here during this time in any way altered your perspective on how we might address the tensions between cultures and religions, and particularly between the United States and Islamic countries like Indonesia? This is a tough question. <laughs> but let me uh, give my opinion. Actually, this is my first uh, visit to the United States. I had never been here before. And I was told by my friend that, and I have read a lot about the United States before coming here. and. My friend told me that uh, United States is a place where freedom of religion is part of American values. So you can be 
religious person in United States or you can be uh, unreligious person in United States. You can uh, you can have different beliefs in United States, which is not happen in uh, cannot happen in Indonesia. You have to have official religion. So when I came here, I have impression that yes, this is what I will experience in United States. But when when there was a case, uh, there was a, in a case of uh, you know the establishment of uh, Islamic center, not Islamic mosque, uh, not mosque actually, just Islamic center in right. Manhattan, right. and I was impressed. Oh, this is this is it was totally different with what uh, with uh, you know what I expected because many people rejected of the you know the the establishment of, of the mouse as part of the freedom of religion. And talking about the uh, the plan of uh, one of uh, his minister to burn... The, the, yes, the minister or the pastor. <laughs> the yeah. pastor to burn mm-hmm. Quran. Uh, it seems to me that I know here the freedom of speech has been guaranteed by the law, but we should, uh, we, we, we need to take into consideration the feeling, uh, you know, the feeling of the people when, uh, when people burn the, the holy, you know, the holy, the holy book. book yeah. people, people might know that this is, uh, you know, this is as part of, uh, uh, how do you call it? People can distinguish between the freedom of speech and the, uh, how do you call it, when people incite someone else to, how do you say it in English? <laughs> you mean distinguishing between the freedom of speech and, and, act, and action? Uh-huh. Is that what you're trying yes. to say? Uh, no, no. When people want to, uh, provocation, yeah. Pro- oh, Pro- provoke. Provo- provoke. Provoke, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> they understand. But when this action few is uh, is viewed by uh, are viewed by radical group so you know you can you can you can guess what what will will happen next because as a moderate muslim i understand that this is you know this is part of freedom of speech and of provocation but if other people from div- from you know from radical groups see this you know this action <laughs> they will you know they will react you know aggressively they will uh, revenge Mm-hmm. Same action, you know, as as you might already know, probably after uh, you know, after two days after the uh, the planning of burning Quran, there were many uh, demonstration in <laughs> in Afghanistan, for example, and I don't think this pastor, you know, uh, did a stupid thing like this because it will jeopardize uh, the. American troops in Afghanistan, for example, American troops in many different countries. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you have. But a... you know, that's why uh, we'll now we live in we live in the uh, pluralistic country, pluralistic uh, uh, world, like United States. So I think we have to respect uh, different beliefs, different. Uh, religious values and to be honest since I've been uh, here for 
for months I have a lot of experience that I can transfer to my own country for example about the life of uh, religious polarism in especially in Yale University I came here uh, during uh, Ramadan fasting I also attended the Eid banquet uh, last time uh, the celebration of holiday in the Islam and I sat with many different religious leaders in one table Mm-hmm. It's it difficult. Mm-hmm. It is impossible to happen in Indonesia at the moment. And I will be invited to attend the celebration of Hanukkah, one of the Jewish holiday by Rabbi, uh, Jewish chaplain. He, I, I couldn't remember his name, but he, per, in, he personally invited me to come mm. uh, tomorrow, I think, yeah, tomorrow afternoon. I'll be there. Well, that's wonderful. And thank you so much for sharing your thoughts with us today, Thank you so much for having me here, Leslie.